0: whoa everything is real my name is natalie d i'm drew toothpaste and today we have a very special episode of everything is real because yesterday they went on the news and said aliens are real now first
1: of all told you (laughs)
0: yeah told you told you my mind is blown even though i believe in all this stuff and i already believed in all this stuff my mind is still blown that i'm seeing this in my lifetime
1: Well, and it's funny to see that with the news dropping, you've got people popping up and saying, hold on, this isn't real. They didn't show us a picture of the aliens, so it's probably not real. But you have to go back several years, and you have to understand that this process has been happening since 2017. September 2017, I think, Uh was the month that it happened. A bunch of classified military documents were leaked. Right. After the leak happened, the New York Times got authorization to print these. Mm-hmm. It was a bombshell of a story and nobody paid any attention to
0: it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh.
1: The story basically showed what are called now the gimbal and go fast videos and said, We have data and we have videos of unidentified aerial phenomena. Mm-hmm. Unidentified flying objects, they used to be called. Right. Now, first of all, people are already, now that the news came out yesterday, they said, so when did they start calling it UAP? (laughs) Well, several years ago, when the Department of Defense, for some reason, found it necessary to clarify that they may not be objects. Right, right. (laughs) Which is a very interesting semantic shift. Yeah. The other thing you'll hear people say is... Yeah, we probably don't have aliens here. They would have to come too far. Uh Uh-huh. They would have to fly here. And as we all know, you can't go faster than the speed of light. Right. (laughs) So for the past 30 years, there have been some very basic sort of a false framework set up by people who, you know, understandingly believe the sort of mainstream idea that there are no non-human intelligences on Earth. Right. In that, certainly, if there were, we would know about it.
0: Right. So, to me, the big thing with this most recent news in the UAP realm, right? The gimbal and go fast was different. Gimbal and go fast was like all of these. Air Force guys are like, oh, yeah, we see this unexplained phenomena all the time. We definitely see this unexplained phenomena. And the government's like, well, it is phenomena, it is unexplained. It was just like, it was different than this. It is different to say, yeah, we saw it, but uh, who knows? The news that came out yesterday was that the United States has a clandestine program where they have been retrieving UFOs. And the United States has in its possession multiple alien craft and alien bodies. And China and Russia and Italy and all of these other countries in the world also have alien craft. And they are all back engineering alien technology. That is different. That is we have our hands on it. We are working with it. We know about it. We have fucking alien bodies. You guys. This is like not any news that we have ever heard in our entire lives before.
1: Okay. And the reason why this is different, because anybody can say, hey, the government has alien bodies. You know, anybody who's 40 years old has watched The X Files, right. right? Right. And anybody can say, hey, the government is hiding information. Number one, of course they are. And number two, the government is not even going to bother to disclaim when somebody comes out and says something ludicrous. Right. Something that is so patently and clearly untrue that it requires no effort on anybody's part to discredit the person who said it. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy is a whistleblower. Whistleblower is a specific term. It doesn't just mean a guy who went to the news. Right. Whistleblower refers to a governmental designation for somebody who finds malfeasance in a government or a corporate operation and can gain immunity by bringing that to an official. Now, if you were a whistleblower of your company, you might bring, you know, a bunch of documentation. If you've got a chemical plant that's making dirty shit, you might be a whistleblower to the EPA. (laughs) If you were working for a cryptocurrency place and you had evidence of fraud, you could bring that to the SEC. If you are working for a small group within the United States Air Force and within NASIC, which is the intelligence community branch of the Air Force, more or less, mm-hmm. and you find a program that systematically not only puts out disinformation, but is actively hiding what they have and what they're doing in a way that... That could technically be illegal as far as the disclosure you would need to have to the American people. Right. Now, what he did two years ago in 2021, this guy, David Grush, went to the Department of Defense Inspector General. This guy is basically the head honcho. Mm -hmm. And he said, look, there's improper withholding and there's improper concealment of materials that... Congress needs to know about for national security. His whistleblow basically said, look, we need to tell all the chuckle fucks in Congress that we have aliens, because they may do something really fucking stupid and bungly, right? Right. And I don't want to spoil this because we have a future episode coming out about this. In 1962, there was a memo written by JFK The president at the time that said, look, we need information. We need to form a joint working group with Russia, Soviet Union at Mm -hmm. the time. Right. Because they're starting to see UFOs too. And I don't want them to think that's one of our guys and fucking nuke us. Right. 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 So this has been a standing issue for literally 60 fucking years that this information is not being appropriately delivered to all the branches Mm -mm. of government, Mm -mm. and it could cause something stupid like a nuclear war. Right, right. And so the Department of Defense approved his release of information, and he is protected under the Whistleblower Act. Mm -hmm. He also alleges that there were reprisals against him and that people took retribution against him for disclosing this information. Right. But he believed it to be a national security concern. Now, if you go to the Department of Defense and say, we have to tell all the Americans about all the kind of planes we have. No, you don't have to. Right, right. But if you say, look, we have to tell Congress, we have to tell the president that we have alien bodies. Right, right. (laughs) Then they are required to do something about it.
0: Right. And also, if the Department of Defense Inspector General looked at this guy's evidence and... Found it to be fabricated if they found him to be full of shit Do you think that they would have let him go ahead and go through?
1: No, and not only did they Let him make statements to the press by the way this came out I think the first article about this was published on the debrief You can look this up on the debrief, but there is a memo there was a short TV segment published about this where they had an interview with David Grush. And they showed just for a moment the memo from the Department of Defense back to Grush telling him, hey, you can go forward with this information because we have determined that you are the subject of retribution. Right, within right. the armed forces. Right. But you can't share any images or any documentation. All you can say is this is, is X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And it's literally on a letterhead from the Department of Defense.
0: Saying he's not allowed showing pictures and he's not allowed showing documents. And of course, everyone's like, but where's the pictures? Where's the documents? (laughs) It's classified.
1: Buddy, if you could see any classified document you want, then it wouldn't be classified. (laughs)
0: Right, right.
1: It would be declassified.
0: (laughs) Right. But what is striking to me is that when this news came out, there were details that implied that not only does the United States have alien spacecraft, but they've had alien spacecraft in their possession since prior to Roswell. Uh
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: There was an alien craft that either crashed or landed or was shot down and retrieved in Sicily. And the United States took the UFO as spoils from Mussolini. Mussolini had a fucking UFO. I couldn't make that shit up. We sat here and talked about the Glocka. If Mussolini actually had a UFO in real life. Doesn't that make the Glocka seem more likely to you?
1: Now, if you said, okay, the Nazis had a bell-shaped spacecraft that glowed and had anti-gravity elements to it.
0: And it was, like, radioactive you couldn't touch it. it's
1: radioactive and it looked at me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Right? It, that sounds totally stupid. Uh-huh. But if you put it together with the fact that the fascists in Europe had alien technology when you take into account the fact that Germany was big. And if you remember much about history, Germany was growing a lot during the 30s and right, 40s. Right, right, right. So the fascists would have had access to this technology. Right. And the fascists were fucking around with it. And I mean, you know, a lot of them cleaned up their act when they very sneakily turned into Americans and started working for NASA. Right, <laughs> But, I mean, they were not known for, you know, being careful. These guys plunge straight ahead, and if you kill a scientist here or there, that's the price of progress as far as they were concerned.
0: Exactly, exactly. And do you think that if Mussolini had a UFO, he did not tell Hitler?
1: Oh, my God. He wanted to impress Hitler so bad, I bet.
0: Right, right. I mean, they were buds.
1: And you can see this all over the place with other governments see when you say the united states does this or that people have their own preconceived notions of america in most people's idea of america lies somewhere between the pledge of allegiance and rage against the machine okay we're so colored by our own you know flavor of patriotism and nationalism here in america it's hard to really look at it objectively right right but for example when tesla died Well, Tesla was from Serbia, which became Yugoslavia. By the time he died, Yugoslavia immediately sent somebody to go steal all of Tesla's death ray secrets. Okay, anytime you have secret technology, the world governments will kill to get their hands on it. Absolutely. And so David Grush, he kind of goes around after he gets his whistleblower. By the way, this he's protected under something called uh, the Whistleblower Protection Act. Mm-hmm. He starts going around after the Department of Defense wrote him back and said, "Okay, we find your claim to be urgent and credible." They used the phrase "urgent and credible." The memo is not classified. Uh-huh. You can see this. He starts going around. Uh, a little over a year ago. And he runs into the the standard guys. Jeremy Corbel.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, George Knapp. All these guys. He kind of makes contact with somebody at the Washington Post. And they're like, I don't know about this. I don't know if Daddy Bezos wants to run a story about the flying UFOs guy.
0: Well, I had heard that the Washington Post was interested in running it. But they had their own timetable in mind. And it was urgent that it get pushed out into the news cycle prior to when the Washington Post was willing to run with it.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So, which also adds a little bit of like creepiness to it. Like what is coming? That this had to come out now, it could not wait for a couple weeks.
1: Well, that's a real moment of silence.
0: Right, right.
1: <laughs> you know, I think it was last year, Congress had an open hearing where they talked about the UFOs and now they're starting to slowly release these videos. Congress now has over 300 videos that have been screened, mostly in a closed session. Mm -hmm. There was an open session that was broadcast and... One of the questions I remember, one of the members asking another was, uh, you know, how do we know what's going on? What kind of sensors do we have? Because you know, we've got video, we've got radar, we've got FLIR, Mm -hmm. we've got all these sensors. And the person, you know, at the military said, I'll talk about that in the closed session. Right. So we have proof that these craft are fucking around And it's not just, oh, we saw a dot and we don't know what the dot is.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because that is, again, the standard thing. If you see a dot in the sky, somebody will say it's not a UFO. It's a bird. It's a balloon. It's your camera. It's a glare off the sun. right It's
0: always something. It's always something.
1: But what we're finding is we're finding these repeated shapes. We're finding these bizarre artifacts that are not something that has to do with a particular camera or a particular bit of optics Mm -hmm. or whatever. There was, and this got posted in our Discord, there was a football game, an NFL game in 1979 where they had the camera up in the sky and those sports announcers were like, well, gee, what is that? Well, I couldn't tell you. I think that's a little bit of take me to your leader. (laughs) And they held the camera on it but there's a snippet of it where they're playing the commercials and it's commercials from 1979. Uh-huh. They break from the commercial and they go to the fucking UFOs in the sky. Mm-hmm. They cut to it because it was so weird that they wanted to broadcast right, it. Right. And they looked like spheres and cubes that were rotating and they were glowing, and they were reflecting light, and they were all colors, but you couldn't tell what color they were.
0: It looked like biblical angels. They looked like wheels within wheels, like the most classic biblical angels, like Ezekiel's wheel.
1: It looked exactly like something that a fighter pilot saw out of his window in the Congress hearing from last year in the Mm -hmm. open congressional hearing.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, I've seen other people post videos of UFOs that look like that. Our buddy Folden in the Discord had posted the videos of the football game. But I had seen other ones that were more contemporary than that when people have seen UFOs that look like that and posted videos on YouTube or whatever. It's certainly not a rare manifestation of UFOs, but it was so interesting to see such a clear video in such a public event in a time when people did not have the same... Access to technology and this and that, and the same stuff that people try to debunk now, right?
1: Well, it was visually the same. Mm-hmm. It was clearly the same, and I got a feeling from watching it that was sort of the same feeling that you get when you see the hapless major at Roswell in that first, the not the first day story where it says flying saucer crashes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> on ranch right. the second day story where they get everybody in the army out there and they get an army major with a weird look on his face holding up a crumpled weather balloon and he says it was just this
0: <laughs> yeah
1: it gave me a vibe of oh god those guys don't know that they are gonna be hassled <laughs> For showing the fucking UFOs right, on the news. Right. These guys don't know that there's going to be men in black on a black bus that come out and shake them down and steal every bit of film they've ever
0: shot. Right. Well, I think that is interesting to consider, like, not even 1979, but even taking it back farther. Roswell. We're taking it back farther. We're talking about World War II and we're talking about Mussolini's UFO. These stories where it is, like, very direct contact between us and alien People, alien beings like i've heard stories from the 1800s like one of my favorite is when the people bury the alien it is so fucking crazy to me like the ufo hits the ground and all the people in this community in texas or wherever it was Mm -hmm. find this ufo with this alien and the alien dies and they bury it in the cemetery and he's just there forever and then as soon as the story starts making rounds Suddenly there's nothing in the grave anymore. Someone comes and digs it up.
1: And this was just a, a story that got published. It's like a funny interest story until the government gets involved. Right. It's like, well, some farmers found a crazy UFO and they think there was an alien on it from another planet. Well, that's right. it. Today's right. weather.
0: The news story about it was very matter of fact. They're like, oh, there was a person from another place. And, well, he died, and he's at the cemetery now. Like, just absolutely matter of fact, Spaceman arrived today.
1: (laughs) So one of the things that I keep coming back to when we talk about UFOs, when we talk about extraterrestrial life, is something that Bob Lazar said just a couple years ago. And he was on Joe Rogan. Now, you mentioned Joe Rogan. Again, you'll trigger some people. Uh Oh, golly gee, don't you know he's a talking hot
0: dog? (laughs) I'm not a Joe Rogan kisser. I'm not a Joe Rogan kisser, but there's not very many media outlets. And there is especially not very many media outlets with such a broad reach that entertain these topics at all and so if you want to hear someone interview bob lazar you take it where you can get it right
1: especially if the other guy is going to be a little bit dopey and credulous that's perfect let bob speak right and so about three years ago we did an episode on bob lazar yeah it was part of uh alien timber
0: was it the first one
1: yeah, it was our first mini series about aliens. It was episode 131, I think, called The Ballad of Bob Lazar. And in it we ran down, "Hey, in the 80s there was this guy that came out and he claimed to work at S4, which is a more secret version of Area 51." Immediately that sounds stupid. Right. Uh-huh. And he says, "Okay, well I saw all these aircraft and they ran off of element 115, and it's this very heavy metal. And people say, "Well, we can't make that." Well, we did recently, but again. And he described the facility. You know, you you had a hand scanner to get in. You were taken back and forth by plane to McCarran Airport in Las yeah. Vegas, et cetera, et cetera. And anytime Bob Lazar comes up. People come out of the woodwork.
0: Right. They just, they're waiting. They have like a little notification thing on their phone. And anytime someone says Bob Lazar, they're like, ah, I got to go see some shit.
1: I've never seen anything or anybody debunked quite as much as this guy. There was a documentary that came out four years ago. It was called something like Bob Lazar and the Secrets of Area 51. Yeah. And they interview Bob Lazar and they go through his history and they basically showed that his records were erased Mm -hmm. all of his records of him receiving any kind of training or going uh, to any particular you know business or living in any particular place have all been meticulously erased right now you can't look if you go back to your high school and they don't have your records You know, that's fine. But, you know, you go back, if you lived in a certain place in 1995, you can get the 1995 phone book out of the library and find yourself in the phone book. Right. Bob Lazar has been systematically erased in what was apparently a large-scale operation. Mm -hmm. It was easier to purge people when, you know, it's the 80s and there's not as much data flying around. But what we found over the years is that everything that comes out, tracks Bob's account of this 100%.
0: Right, right.
1: And the thing about Bob Lazar, you can go, you know, read everything the guy's ever talked about, you know, watch all of his videos of him doing goofy stuff. You know, he's a guy that owns a a hobby shop, Mm -hmm. basically, at this point. And, you know, he's been completely discredited and all of his data has been erased by the government. So, I mean, he's doing quite well if you consider that. Right. But the thing that sticks out to me about Bob Lazar is that he mentioned that one of the craft they had was from an archaeological dig.
0: Right. Right. The thing with Bob Lazar is that everyone is so fast to try to discredit him. Always. Always. But what this guy has said in regards to what the united states has specifically alien craft and the details he gives about these craft absolutely backs up everything that bob lazar ever said and when bob lazar was at s4 he was employed to back engineer alien technology, which is the dark program that this guy specifically said is going on in this country that they are hiding from Congress and everybody else. So he basically went on the news to say that everything Bob Lazar said was right. And the
1: Department of Defense issued a memo saying, yes, you can tell people about this, but you can't show them the pictures.
0: Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Now... Coincidentally, was it this week or last week, there was some pictures that came out of this woman who lived in the town where Lockheed Martin Skunk Works is based, and she had these pictures on the internet of her home that she was selling, and in one of the rooms you could see that she had photographs of what appeared to be a UFO in a hangar, like just a regular photograph of it hanging in her house. And it looked exactly fucking like the UFOs that Bob Lazar has drawn.
1: This was huge to me. And this is just, I mean, it's just another data point. Right. Okay, Two years ago on Reddit, this guy posts and said, hey, I was looking at homes. This is where Lockheed Martin is based. It's, you know, an area north of L.A. So it's in Southern California, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But it's like north of Burbank and shit, right? And uh, he said, I- I'm looking for a home and I see this home. And I'm like, oh, this is uh, somebody where somebody I know is selling her home. And her and her husband work for Lockheed Martin. Mm -hmm. And there's like a Zillow virtual tour. But he said he had never seen this on the virtual tour. You know, it's like a 3D thing. You mouse around. You can go from room to room and sort of pretend to look around the house Mm -hmm. on the computer. He took screenshots. And in the screenshots were a plaque with a really bizarre quote on it about women who keep secrets.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is an engraved
1: plaque, Uh okay? There's a bunch of military-looking awards. There's a framed and matted photo of, like, a bunch of stealth fighters Uh in formation, and it's got signatures all around the edge that look like it's, you know, love you like a sister, have a great summer.
0: Right, right.
1: And then to the left of that, there's this little framed photo. And you can see from the handrails in the photo that, you know, if you've ever been in an industrial place, you know, you have OSHA-mandated handrails. They're 36 inches high. Right. The scale of it suggests that the UFO is about 20 feet across. Right. Which is similar to what Bob Lazar said, Uh one of the craft he saw when he was at S4. Now, this guy posts these pictures on Reddit two years ago. They get removed. He posts them a couple more times. They get removed. He posts about some other stuff and then he posts and he says, Hey, my posts keep getting removed. Can anybody help me? They remove that post. Right. Finally, nine months ago, instead of posting on like r slash aviation or r slash whatever, he posts on r UFOs and they don't really just post because they're like, what the fuck is that?
0: Right, right.
1: And then it just got picked up this past week on Twitter.
0: There's been scuttlebutt the last week or so where I kind of felt like they were priming us for another news day. Like there was just a couple things that had bubbled up in the last week. Like there was a lady with her UFO and there was that guy who went on 4chan who said that he had liver cancer or something and he had been working in the Air Force on some kind of classified stuff and he was Uh ready to come clean. And he made some extremely long 4chan thread that was very compelling to me also.
1: Well, and this is something that you have to think about, which is when it comes to plausible deniability, and when it comes to the context of where you're publishing, okay? If I get a news article published in the New York Times that says number two pencils are made out of babies, Uh you know, there's no journalistic outlet that doesn't make compromises and hasn't run things that aren't totally perfect. Right. But if I run a news article in the Epoch Times... (laughs) And I say number two pencils are made out of babies or I go on Infowars mm-hmm. and I say number two pencils, right? The context matters. So this guy goes on 4chan, which is- Not credible. Not credible, never credible. And it's mostly, you know, adolescence on there. Right. Whether or not you want to believe the guy is up to you. There's a very long post. Hop on the discord if you're not already on the discord. And uh, there's links to there. If you missed it, you know, one of us will post the link. It's a fun read. Um, In 4chan style, there's a lot of...
0: Hot language.
1: There's a lot of hot stuff in there. But the most compelling thing is that Everything he talked about pretty much matches up against everything that's coming out from the Air Force, Mm -hmm. everything that's coming out from the Department of Defense, everything that's being discussed in front of Congress. It lines up really neatly with what the Two the Stars guys, you know, Tom DeLonge, all those guys are talking about. And then he fucking drops a bombshell. We know that the craft go in and out of the ocean. Mm -hmm. We know that... One of the craft, even the ones discussed in the New York Times in 2017, one of the pilots said, I'm going to be at this certain point. It's 60 miles away. Someone else at that point sees the craft go from its current point 60 miles away in approximately one second. Mm-hmm. This is faster than anything else can travel. And it did not accelerate and decelerate. It just moved there and stopped. Mm-hmm. These crafts can go underwater. This is why we went from UFO to UFO slash USO to UAP. And now they're talking about all domain. Now they're talking about all domain anomalies.
0: Right. So they are going everywhere. So this guy on 4chan... To me, it was noteworthy because he said a couple things that I thought were mind-blowing. First, he implied that much like off Catalina Island where they saw the UAPs during Gimbal and Go Fast, they had seen something under the water. This guy is implying in his post that there's also stuff under the water on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, there is. Why wouldn't there be? They didn't have to branch out. But he implied that the things underwater were manufacturing the UFOs. <laughs> which, okay, of course they are, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. if you wanted to have a bunch of UFOs here, wouldn't it be easier for you to just build them here? Bring the raw materials and build them as you need them. And so he said that they were being built here. And the other thing he said that I thought was absolutely amazing, and it was like, of course, if that, that makes perfect sense. He said that these underwater, whatever the fuck you want to call them, fabricators, when they are making the UFOs, the reason that there are so many different UFOs and so many different UFO shapes is that they build the UFO around the contents of it. And so depending on what the purpose is of the vehicle that they're fabricating, it's going to be shaped differently because it's going to have different tools and different machinery and computer bullshit. I don't know what they have in those things, but they have different alien bullshits in it, and it makes a different shape when they wrap it up in a spaceship.
1: And this makes perfect sense because, (laughs) again... This has been declassified. We have night vision footage of triangle spaceships. Mm -hmm. The triangles have been talked about for years and years. We know there are Tic Tacs. Numerous Air Force pilots have talked about seeing Tic Tacs. We've seen the cube spheres, like a cube within a sphere Mm -hmm. that you can't quite tell what shape it is. They've been seeing those since the NFL game in 79, if not way, way earlier. Well,
0: that was the other thing I was going to say about this guy on 4chan, is that the other thing he implied was that... These guys have been here at least 4,000 years, at least. That was just when we started getting evidence of them, which is what I believe. I believe when the fucking angels come and they light the tongue of flame above someone's forehead, I think that shit's a UFO, idiot. (laughs) When Ezekiel saw the wheels within wheels, what did he fucking think it was? It was the same wheels and wheels that was at the football game.
1: And so was this why Jimmy Carter cried?
0: Maybe, because you know what? I said this on the Discord earlier when we were talking about this. When this news broke, it was, like, very intense for the UFO folks who are there. Because how often does this happen? But in the time since, like, since we started this podcast, when we first started podcasting, I wasn't as heavy-duty into this stuff. And at some point, we did the very first episode we did about aliens and UFOs that was supposed to be just a standalone episode, just like an episode about aardvarks, right? Yeah. And when I researched that episode, and I actually took a few hours out of my day to research this topic, which I had never done before, because it didn't strike me as something that was real It seemed like Star Wars bullshit, and I hate that shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I think the idea of aliens is creepy, and I was just not into it. I had never taken the time to research this stuff because I was just it was not up my alley, right? But when we had this one single episode... I spent, like, a day researching aliens for the first time in my life, and I strictly was trying to go with the most credible sources of information on this, and it was shocking to me, because I got to the end of my research, and there was no way that I could continue my life and not accept the fact that all of this shit is real. And as soon as I got over the mental hurdle of accepting that aliens and UAP phenomena is totally real, it made me realize that everything is real everything is fucking real when you think about all of the weird shit that has ever happened in the world everything could be explained by this everything could be explained by this anything that anyone has ever seen anything that has been supernatural has happened on this planet ever all of it could be explained by this
1: i mean we have non-human intelligence on the planet that was here 2,000 years before Jesus. Right. If if not, I mean, that's the earliest point where we have a suggestion where it existed. We have prehistoric paintings showing celestial phenomena that doesn't match up with just stars and comets and meteors, right? Right. right. We have medieval paintings of people in glowing orbs and cubes and spheres. Right. We have Renaissance art showing fucking flying saucers. This is a part of our world, whether you like it or not. And you know, a lot of people don't like it because why wouldn't you want to be the most important thing?
0: Right, right.
1: I think that as much as I am not a military guy, okay? I'm not a flag sucker. I don't have any reverence or respect for the federal government. I don't support anything that the CIA or the FBI does. I don't like it, I hate that I have to pay for it, and I don't really think any of it has any moral underpinning. Right. But that being said, people who are in the military, I truly believe that these folks, whether it's the quality of their character or it's the intense indoctrination from the people above them in the hierarchy, or perhaps both, they are uniquely suited To be talking about this and to only say very specific things that they can legally back up right they absolutely never release anything classified they're a hundred percent perfect at saying that's classified that's a matter of national security and so when it comes to this amorphous entity that could just crush them immediately Right? This okay. non human intelligence, when it comes to this, they are used to operating in a situation where at any time they could be forced to go to war and get shot mm-hmm. and they have to go okay. Right. And they are in an environment where if they say the wrong thing, they can be executed for treason. If they do the wrong thing, they can be court-martialed. Right. Okay, and that's not minimum sentence, right? You can't fuck around with the military like that. They do that to keep you in line. Right. I think these these Air Force pilots and these folks like this guy who worked in the intelligence community under the Air Force, I think that they are able to do this and they are able to come out with this stuff because they are so used to operating in this environment. You couldn't trust me with classified information. I tell everybody. Right, right. I love gossip.
0: I'd be in the group chat like, oh my God, guys, guess what I just saw?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you guys better get out your black markers because you're about to have to redact what I'm going (laughs) to say.
0: Hide your phones.
1: (laughs) But so we have, going back to to Grush here in this recent release. Grush said some other things about the technology of these crafts. This is information, again, that he could release. He's released it to the news. The Department of Defense has cleared it. He said, number one, the materials they recovered from crash sites And the materials they recovered from intact craft Mm -hmm. of non-human origin had isotopic ratios, which meant they could not have been produced with Earth technology. Let me change my wording. It could not have been produced with human technology. Right, right. It probably was made on Earth.
0: Right. He
1: referred to it as a strange mix of elements. I find it really interesting that he was specifying isotopes because a lot of chemical and material analysis involves you sticking something in a black box and seeing what the computer says. Right. Right? You can very easily put something with, you know, uh, different uh, isotope ratios into uh, one of those black boxes and say, hey, there shouldn't be as, as much, you know, phosphorus with this many neutrons or whatever right. in it. He also said there were heavy atomic metals.
0: Mm. How heavy? About 115?
1: so, <laughs> you know, I'm not actively a material scientist or a chemist at this point, but I can tell you that element 115 is the element that Bob Lazar talked about. Now, if you go and you go to Wikipedia and you say element115, it'll come up, it has a new name and it says it lasts for 0.0000001 seconds or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Because with our little machines that we have, we can't make very much of it and we can't make it last for very long. So the way that us humans would make element115 is we basically get one of those atomic setups where you can smash a bunch of shit together, right? You get something really heavy and you incorporate more shit into it and you can prove at a certain point that you've made one atom Mm -hmm. of element 115, or whatever element. However, when we talked about Bob Lazar in a previous episode, we discussed how bismuth has special magnetic properties that other metals don't have. Element 115 is in the bismuth family. Mm Bob Lazar said something just a few years ago in the Joe Rogan interview that I don't think very many people caught due to the fact that it was on Joe Rogan, but he slipped in something very specific that I picked up on. There are four fundamental forces in our current model of the physical universe. There's the weak force, the strong force, electromagnetism, and gravity. Bob Lazar said that the strong nuclear force in element 115, because of the mass of the nucleus of the atom, again in our model, the mass of the nucleus of the atom is so great that it produces nonlinear effects and the strong nuclear force of that atom can go outside of the boundaries of the atom and that's what it enables this form of technology to exploit element 115 to control gravity. Right Now, this is something that humans can't do. All we can do with gravity is we can look at how heavy something is, and we can say it's going to have a gravitational pull of X if you're Y feet away right. from it or, or Z miles away from it. That's all we can do. We cannot create a gravitational force. We can create electromagnetism very easily. Right, right,
0: right. And he had said that in the laboratory when he was working, they had a piece of this element 115 inside of a casing that was like shaped like a sphere or something, right? Or half a sphere. I don't recall what it was exactly. But he said if you went up to it and you tried to touch it, there was a force field around it where you could not move your hand past a certain point Uh
1: uh-huh like it it had an inherent anti-gravity effect
0: and i don't remember where i saw this but there was some um video of some kind of experiment where they showed the chamber where it was filled with some kind of vapor and they showed how you could bend light with it Do you remember that
1: this was a video that was part of some of the original information that George Knapp got a hold of when he released the Bob Lazar story.
0: Right, right.
1: And uh, I think it's telling that when Bob Lazar first came out and talked with George Knapp and he he broke this story on Las Vegas local news, uh-huh. um, they did, like, the shadow trick on him so you couldn't see who it was, yeah. and they, like, distorted his voice. hmm they gave him, like, the full witness protection, and then after some time, Bob Bizarre is like, well...
0: I need to come out so then people know if I die that the government killed me. Yeah, he,
1: <laughs> he basically came out as a way of protecting himself, like, it, if I don't make it clear <laughs> that I'm the one releasing this stuff and that people, you know, if I show up dead, you'll know my story's true.
0: So maybe Grush... Maybe his reason for wanting the story to come out as quickly as it is is maybe he feels like the sword of Damocles is getting a little too swingy for his liking. Maybe he is rushing it out now to protect himself.
1: I would believe that because that's why he invoked the Whistleblower Protection Act. Right, right. And the Department of Defense wrote him back and said that his claim was, in their words, urgent and credible. Right. So in other words, he needed protection now because the retribution that was occurring against him was current. Right. And it's credible. In other words, he had proof that, you know, he was being he was being punished or threatened or whatever. Right. And again, the details of this haven't come out because I'm sure the, that there are areas of the government For which there are no checks and balances. I hate to break it to you if this is the first you've heard of this. (laughs) But, I mean, even agencies like the FBI and CIA, they operate on their own. Right. If you're new to everything is real, if you haven't heard about this so far, the FBI killed Martin Luther King. The CIA has been responsible for Mass poisoning, mass hallucination events. They have experimented with mind control. This sounds like Dale Gribble shit, but it's all it's all fucking real. Right. right. Look up MK Ultra, and it's you'll see what true. happened. Yeah,
0: it's absolutely look true, no up
1: Pont Santa Spree. Okay, these arms of the government are beyond checks and balances, and. It is very easy for the CIA to come to your house and say, hey, don't ever mention this again or I'll kill you and everyone you know.
0: Right, right. So, usually in an episode we would take this time to score it, but I think that we need to take this time and, like, recap. Like, I wanted to do this episode now and put it out now... Because I think that this particular news story, in my opinion, is one of the biggest news stories of my entire life, if not the biggest news story of my entire life, if not the biggest news story since people have had news. Like anything else that has ever happened on this planet has been more of the same. It has been politics and war and victories and entertainment and all the same stuff just circulating and happening again and again and again and again in an endless cycle like the worst day that you could imagine like in this country, if you think of 9-11, if you think of the Oklahoma City bombing, if you think about any of the wars that have ever happened, all of these things have been a cycle of violence that is constantly perpetuated and constantly repeating throughout time, like a punctuation, like a fucking ticking of a clock of just violence and death and violence. None of it is different. This is the only time when they are going to come out and tell us that we are not alone. This is the first time they have ever told us this. This is the first time they have ever told us that we are not at the top of the food chain. This is the first time they have told us that we are not the only intelligent species in our solar system. This is the first time we have ever had verification from people in the know of everything we've suspected. And this is something that changes our perspective of what it means to be a human being in the universe. Nothing will ever be the same. Once you take this information and like integrate it into yourself and accept that all your preconceptions were possibly wrong, you will understand that everything is different now.
1: Well, and it can be very hard if you feel like you have figured out your life and you know you have a stable life. You feel like you have figured out who you are and what the world is and the things that happen in the world. And you've sort of established what your place is in the world. You've written a story for yourself of what your life is and what you hope to do. And to have something crazy like this come out. And, you know, the folks who are the quickest to poo-poo this are are maybe the folks who have, you know, had a lot more education. Mm-hmm. They're folks who have had more success in their careers they're folks who have you know a family they own a home uh they have what they feel is you know they've gotten to a certain point on planet earth and they've done the right things and they've learned the right things and they've operated in this framework that's worked very well for them and to disrupt that framework and say you know, not only is all of this just like a human invention, but humans don't matter. Right, right. We're basically cattle. Now, we're great-looking cattle. We have really great hobbies. We cook great food. We try to do a good job to love each other, and we just come up with the fucking best TV shows, like
0: <laughs> Adventure
1: Time and... Uh, what's another good one? Well, I, the we, we made... <laughs> You know, we made Adventure Time. Uh, There's a couple good webcomics out there. You know, humans haven't done so bad, but really to disrupt this system when somebody has a viewpoint of, you know, a little bit of smugness and not undeserved, you know, even if somebody came from privilege, hey, it's hard to make it in America. Right. And if you're not careful in America, you're going to hit rock bottom real fucking fast. This is not a place that is forgiving. It's not a place that is kind to any of its people. It's not a place that teaches us to be kind to one another. Yeah, you get told in kindergarten to be nice, but the society doesn't teach you that, okay? (laughs) You get told to do one thing and you get taught to do another. This is, you know, the story of America, if not planet Earth. To take that and turn it on its head requires a plasticity of thought it requires a flexibility in your ability to accept new information and to change what you're doing based on that. Right. Many people are inflexible. They cannot, will not change based on new information. This is why people, you know, pick a political party or a sports team when they're 10 years old and run with it the rest of their lives. Right.
0: Well, this is like the big leagues now. Like, you think that you are mellow. You think that you are enlightened. You think you've been working on your ego? Well, absorb this. (laughs) Let's see how your ego takes this one. I think that there's a lot of people who are not going to be able to get over it. There are people on both sides who are not going to be able to get over this. There are people on on the right and there are people who are conservative who are not going to be able to accept this into their worldview because of their Judeo-Christian belief systems or like the doctrines that they subscribe to will not allow them to to absorb this information and that will cause problems for people but also on the other side you have these people who are these hardline atheists who think that they're not being a judeo-christian god means that there's nothing except for the void and these people are also going to have a lot of dissonance trying to get this information and have it make sense to them they're going to resist it i really hope that we do not have problems with this news coming out (laughs) i honestly think that there's so many people who are ignoring it or not paying attention or like they're having responses to it where they cannot comprehend it and so they just are choosing not to think about it or read into it at all i think there's gonna be a lot of people who just ignore this because the alternative is a really tall order for even someone who is, like, working on themselves and being a, a more flexible person mentally. It's a tall order for, for anybody to to admit that they're wrong, but on the scale is, like, exceptional.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And this is, again, this is not something where, you know, this has come out in the past week and you can say, well, I don't believe it. It is unfortunately not something that you believe or don't believe. It's something that is happening in the world and... There are a lot of events that have happened in the world where people decide that they don't want to have to deal with it, so they are going to go back to doing what they want to do as soon as possible and they won't have to deal with it. Uh, you know, just the philosophical implications of this, I think, are going to be troublesome to a lot of people. It is not something that feels great to think about as a person, uh, especially with you know all the upheaval we've had in the past few years. Okay, things are not looking great in America, now we got fucking aliens. I think, ultimately, the vibe of this decade. There's a meme where a UFO comes down, and he's talking to the soy guy.
0: (laughs) Wojak? Is that who he is?
1: (laughs) He's talking to the sad Wojak, and he says, are you not frightened? And the guy just stands there smoking the cigarette, staring at the alien. He goes, man, I got a lot going on right now. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean... Before any of our listeners wade into the comments on Twitter or the comments on any of the other websites where people are talking about this, before you wade into the comments, I implore you and I invite you graciously to please read what is going on and watch the interviews with this guy. So you have like... An idea of what is going on. I have seen so many of these people who are trying to poo-poo this and make it seem like it's not true who bring forth these arguments that are put to rest simply by reading the article. So please do not read what other people say and let that color your belief because a lot of people are not reading it. They're not seeing anything that's going on. They're making shit up based on the headline.
1: And also you'll see in times of chaos like this you will see Everybody turn a big event into their pet event.
0: Yeah, right.
1: If if you dive into the comments, you're going to see people saying, now this is why we shouldn't eat meat. Well, <laughs> this
0: is why we need guns. This is why trans people shouldn't have rights. This is why we should have horses for everybody. It's a, it, they will make it all about everything except for the fact that it's aliens and they're here. And if this is not proof that we are all one, then I do not know what it is.
1: Well, it's just like the Pope said a few years ago aliens are God's children too.
0: Right, right.
1: And if that doesn't tweak your nozzle, I don't know what will. You know
0: who else is God's children? Who's that? Corey Grella.
1: Corey Grella is the number one life insurance agent in the state of Alaska. And if you're getting ready to meet the big man, contact her. She's yeah. going to provide for your family or your loved ones.
0: Right, or both.
1: Who I'm you'd have to talk to her. I'm not a life insurance agent. I would do as badly with that as I would with classified information. I would, <laughs> if anybody has ever told me anything classified, Oops, I would have I'm already sorry. said it. In fact, the only thing I've ever been told that was classified was uh when George W. Bush was president and I was incensed because I was in my twenties. I was the mad wojack instead of the sad one. instead of the sad guy with the cigarette and the black hat. <laughs> and I uh, told my dad, I said, uh, you know, George W. Bush, he has a wire, he wiretapped. He did wiretapping without a, and they wiretapped everyone. My dad just starts laughing. He's just laughing and I'm like, what? He's like, oh, you think they weren't always doing that?
0: (laughs) Well, obviously in the detail to that was that your dad worked for the precursor to the NSA. Yeah. He was the one tapping it <laughs> yeah th- yeah that's
1: a long story uh but he's gone now so i can say that
0: <laughs> now
1: you know where you won't get your phone tapped
0: harlem township because they have no phones
1: harlem township can't blame them not a lot of landlines there but hey everybody's on cell now and you know what they have pretty good cell coverage right whether you're at the hoover dam or you're cruising down harlem road Stop by Harlem Township, the most beautiful of the 18 townships in Delaware County, Central Ohio.
0: Oh, you love to see it.
1: Thanks again to Corey Grella in Harlem Township for sponsoring us. And hey, if you're not in the Discord, hit up patreon.com slash garbagebrainuniversity to get in there. Hey, if you want to sponsor us, that's the same place you can go to. Thanks again for listening. And remember, everything is real.
0: Everything is actually real. I love you. Goodbye. Goodbye.